Dallas turns one. We're celebrating our anniversary this week and adding to the energy is Pastor Kevin Liu talking to us about a jealous God and challenging us for the year ahead. So because uh, this church is called Dallas, tonight on your first anniversary, I want to share with you uh, a message that I shared in our church as part of our ongoing series, which I think is really important and it's also very interesting because uh, the talk I want to give tonight is entitled, A Jealous God. So, zealous, you have a jealous God. Everybody say, a jealous God. Um, recently, when I was uh, away in a, in a trip somewhere, uh, my wife told me a story. I have two boys. Uh, the older brother is 12 and the younger brother is a three-year-old uh, little giant. And, and so they were in the car. And my wife was driving home from church. So the younger brother decided that the brother's cap belongs to him. So he said, I want your cap. The brother is like, mind your own business. This is my cap. It's obviously my cap. And he really wanted the cap. So he climbed over to his brother's side, tried to grab the cap. Can you imagine a three-year-old trying to grab the cap from the brother and then couldn't grab it and did not succeed, fell to the back of the car, landed at the back portion of the car, broke the umbrella, broke a chair along the way with cuts in his face. All this time while my wife was driving. My wife told me when I got home, I don't know what to do with your son. Every time, every time something's wrong, it's my son. You understand? And, and uh, so I got home and I asked him. I said, what happened? I wanted Coco's cap. It's my cap, but he didn't give me. So I got blood all over my face. It was like bleeding all over his face. I believe there is an inner desire on the inside of us to fight. To fight for something valuable, something that is worthwhile in all of our lives. I don't know about India, but in our culture, we fight. We fight for better grades. I'm sure India doesn't have to, all right? Uh, we, we fight for, to be number one in a 100-meter race. We, we fight for the dream girl of our lives. We fight for family. We fight for a better future and many more. And, and if you wonder why we fight, and why we want to take possession of some of the things that we believe is ours, it's all because we are all made in the image of God and God fights. Amen? We are made in the image of God because God fights. We fight. But perhaps because we are made in the image of God and we are not God, our fight sometimes turns out ugly because it is not for uh, a rightful cause. But tonight as we celebrate the first anniversary of Zealous, I want to talk about this because it will help us understand why are we here in Pune? Why, why do we bother to start another church? I just met pastor. Pastor has a church down the road and pastor has another church that he's associate pastor of uh, together with the church here in, in Baner. And, and it's interesting. I just went to Baner yesterday and we wanted to start a church there. And pastor said, Please come because there are not many churches in Baner. It's a new area. It's an exciting place. It is full of hipsters and uh, exactly like us. Amen. He's a hipster at heart. 
he, he wear this tonight to come here. Tomorrow, he'll be back to this. All right. And, and, and if we do not understand what we are fighting for, you will think that we are just here because uh, we've got nothing to do. We want to do a church on Sunday. No. This is beyond just something we want to do on a Sunday. It is not like we are so free now, we've got nothing to do, let's do church. No, it is because we are fighting for the furthest hearts in Pune, people that do not know Jesus, people that do not have God in their lives. That's why we are here and that's what we are fighting for. Are you guys with me? And so tonight, I want to take you to a scripture uh, and in Exodus chapter 34 and verse 14. The Bible says, Do not worship any other God for the Lord whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Let's pray. Father God, we look to you tonight as we celebrate one year of your faithfulness, one year of our goodness, and one year of our commitment in doing this together. Father, I pray this will shape the many more years to come as we come to understand your word that can change and shape our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone say, Amen. Amen. I want you to know this. Tonight, I want to talk about a jealous God at jealous, uh, zealous first anniversary. I better don't try to do that too much. I'll embarrass myself. Um, it's because our understanding of God changed us. The more you know about God, the more your life is reshaped by God. The more you understand the Word of God, I just want to thank the sister. Uh, what's your name again? Oh, nice, pretty. Yeah, I, I was a little surprised, but it's a beautiful name. And, and how beautiful she uh, narrated that, that scripture to us. Our knowledge of God, I want you to know, number one, will not change God. God is unchanging. God is perfect. He's whole. But our better understanding of God changed the way we live. And that is why tonight it is important to understand why do we want to talk about a jealous God. Now, when we talk about jealousy, when we talk about, and then we equate jealousy, which is such a negative word, with God, everybody gets confused. It's like, whoa, 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 why do we talk about this? I remember when I was 12 and I went to a meeting and the pastor, I was 12, and the pastor was trying to tell us, you know, we all serve a jealous God. I got offended. I went up to the pastor and said, what are you talking about? He, said, he just said to me plainly, that's what the Bible says. And uh, because I was 12, I was incapable to understand further. So I kind of like brush it aside. But many years later, I find myself in that place to want to know what this jealous God or, uh, or jealousy of God, it's all about. But the notion of jealousy conjures up a lot of negative feelings in our lives or experiences that we have had before. Maybe when we talk about jealousy, we talk about a jealous colleague at work that tried to sabotage you and your reputation. Maybe we immediately think about the jealous boyfriend you know, who was irrational and tried to control your life. I don't know. And, and, and maybe it immediately it draws upon us perhaps Jealousy is when we are coveting what other people are having and not us. You know, when, when we were younger, perhaps still until now, when you see a young guy, a young person uh, driving a nice car and doing really well, 
the first thing that comes to our head, but we don't say it, all right? It just comes to our head is, oh, I know, that's not his car. That's his father's car. You, you know what I'm talking about? There, there is that sense of envy because we think they don't deserve it. Even if they earn it with their own money, we are thinking, no, that's not true. I believe it was the dad that bought him the car. Jealousy, it's a bad and negative word in our culture and it rightly so. And so because the connotation of jealousy is so negative and so bad, so Christians don't try to talk about this when it relates to God. But when you look at the scripture, the Bible actually tells us that he is said to be jealous, but not only that, that his name is jealous. The Bible tells us that the name of God is jealous. So now our mind gets into overdrive and you say, what? How can that be possible? And I want you to know, God does not only act in jealous ways, He's jealous by nature. I lost all my friends. God does not only act in jealous ways, He's jealous by nature. So, so before we go any further, let's understand God's jealousy, which is so different from humans' jealousy. Are you with me tonight? All right. So there are four things about God that we need to understand. Uh, I hope it's on the screen. The first thing about God is God is a God of simplicity, which means His essence and His attributes are identical. Who He is and His attributes, what He do, is always, are always identical. Number two, this God is a God of eternal, eternal, eternality. I don't know why it's so hard to say that. That means God is timeless. When the Bible tells us that God is timeless, God exists in a realm where time does not exist. Okay? Alright? Number three, it is, He's a God of immutability. That means He's a God that does not change. Number four, He's a God of impassibility. That means He's a, not, he's a God not subjected to emotional fluctuation and also suffering. I know there are a lot of big words over there, a lot of terms. But it is good that you learn, you know, because we don't want people to think that, oh, this is a young people's church. It's very contemporary, but they don't know the scripture. All right? So, so tonight, let's get into that learning mode. Are you with me? He's yeah. a God of simplicity, eternality, immutability, and impassibility. As such, because God does not exist in a realm where time exists, so God is not subject to an uncontrolled, unrighteous mood swing. That means God doesn't change His emotion or affected by other things or get emotions, have the best of Him. God is jealous. It was not as if God was not jealous before and He suddenly became jealous. God has always been jealous. He's simply jealous. That is His nature. I know you're not getting me yet. Don't worry. I'm taking you there. Are you all with me? Yeah. But jealousy is such an important attribute of God because if God is not jealous, it is impossible for Him to sacrifice His Son for us. Sacrifice will not exist without jealousy. If you're not jealous enough for something, you will never go all the way out to try to take possession, to protect, to keep, the thing that you're jealous for, safe, right? Jealousy 
captures God's ardent commitment to bring glory to Himself. That means God is jealous because every glory belongs to Him as well as the command that we as God's children, as God's followers, not compromise our exclusive consecration towards Him. There are two things here. Number one, all the glory belongs to God. There's no other gods that can have that glory. Number two, God is jealous because He wants your exclusive commitment and worship to Him. That is God's foremost nature. So in Scripture, in the understanding of the Word of God, divine jealousy reflects actually God's love. But it is an intolerant love. A love that will not permit His glory to be muddied by His people's idolatry. There is this love that is so pure that God demands, that God expects from us because His glory is incomparable. So, now that we established that foundation about God, we have a question. If God, the God that we worship is such a God, isn't He a very selfish God? Isn't He narcissistic? He's all about Himself. But tonight, let me tell you this. God is not like us. Are you okay? Let me read to you this uh, text because it's not written by me. Uh, I'm quoting this and I want it to be uh, reserved as, uh, as good and as pure as it was originally written. God is someone than whom none greater can be conceived. He is the perfect being. Ansem says this. <coughs> he said, does not mean we are as we are prone to think that God is just a bigger, better version of ourselves, merely greater in measure or quantity. When we think about God, very often we think that perhaps God is just a bigger version of me, a better version of me, or a holier version of me. <coughs> but Ansem says, that is not the case. Rather, God is a totally different being altogether. He's not just different in size, in ability. He's not just greater. <clears throat> He's greater in essence, in totality. That means there is simply no comparison to God. <clears throat> because His divine nature it's immeasurable, unbounded and incomprehensible. That means God is a league of His own. God is not, you know, when, when, when you ask a child, what do you think God looks like? The child will always tell you he got white hair, white beard, he's quite old, sitting on a chair, and they imagine that that is God. But that is only a slightly bigger version of what we can imagine. God is way beyond all that. Are you with me tonight? Yeah. Why is God jealous? Because He must be distinguished from the rest. I want to tell you tonight, the best way to understand the jealousy of God that is different from human perspective is to see the jealousy of God from the lens of a marriage. How many of you are married here? How many of you plan to get married at some point? All right. Okay, everybody. Wonderful. Not everybody, but the two guys. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, 
God's jealousy is to be seen like how we try to protect the sanctity of our marriage because it is meant to be exclusive. Are you with me? They cannot exist in our marriage a third party or somebody else. So the, both the spouses must be jealous over the marriage that they are fiercely protecting the sanctity of their marriage. Are you with me now? So this is a godly jealousy. This is to tell us that all the love that I will ever have is for my wife. And all my commitment that can, and I can ever give it's for my husband. So God's glory is totally for Him and Him alone, just like in a marriage, your love for your spouse is just for your spouse alone. You are not telling your spouse, oh, you are just one of the men that I love. It just happened that I love you more. <laughs> are you with me? You tell your wife, I love you, but I love other people too. The difference is I'm marrying you because I love you more. No, God's glory cannot be in competition with anything else. Just like your love for your wife or your husband cannot be a competition. There is no competition that the love that you reserve for your wife is for your wife alone. Yeah. Are you with me tonight? Yeah. And God is trying to show us why am I so protective, so possessive of that glory? It's because... I cannot be compared to any other God. My wife is not my first priority. She's my only object of love and commitment. That is our identity in my marriage. If I, if I love everybody else the same and happen to just love my wife slightly more, there's no identity to our marriage. There's no identity to our relationship. <clears throat> that is why those of us who are married, whenever you fight or you have disagreement, you have quarrel, you know the last straw that will break the camel's back is when you tell your spouse, why are you not like so-and-so's husband? Why are you not like so-and-so's wife? You know why? Because at that point, you made a comparison between her and some other people out there. God cannot be compared. He's a leak of His own. His essence, it's His nature, it's beyond. When we say we are made in the image of God, we are a fraction, maybe a tiny, minute fraction of that image that God has. God cannot be zealous, one of the many options of our lives. He is God and He alone is God. We want to live a God-centered lives. We don't want to compartmentalize our lives in such a way where, oh, you know what? This area, God, I love you, but out of bound. You, you can't be there because that is my personal space, my personal lives. Everything that we do, everything that we say, God must be right at the core of it. Whereas jealousy is protecting what is yours, envy is coveting what belongs to others. You should, you should be jealous for what is righteously yours. In Isaiah 45, verse 5 to verse 6, 
<clears throat> the Bible says here, thank you so much. Man, our voice bad. It says, I'm the Lord, there is no other. Apart from me, there's no God. I will strengthen you, though you have not acknowledged me, so that from the rising of the sun to the place of its setting, people may know there is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is no other. Friends, we cannot make God one of the many options. Simply no comparison. So, to begin with, tonight, God is trying to protect His glory and God is trying to get us to 100% reserve our total undivided commitment to worshipping Him, then that should define our identity of who we really are. Are you all with me? The God wanting us to experience Him, it's in a way now not jealous. God wanting us to fully enjoy His presence, it's because God knows there is nothing better in this life and the life to come that is more meaningful, that is more beautiful than to enjoy. The Bible says, behold the beauty of His holiness. There is something that all of us are longing for. There's something that all of us cannot explain to define in human words. And that is to experience God in that manner. The Westminster Shorter Catechism says this, man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. That whatever enjoyment that we're having in life right now is merely but a foreshadow of all that God has reserved for us. So now, the question is this. If God's jealousy ultimately is for our pleasure, then is God still a self-centered God? So the answer is obviously no. He wants, to, he wants you to experience that. And that is why He's jealously protecting you. Tonight, as I draw to a close, in my short sharing with you, I want to help you understand. Firstly, like I said earlier, our knowledge of God will not change God. God is unchanging. But our knowledge of God will change how we live. Are you with me? Right? It will change the way we live. <clears throat> but tonight, I want to explain to you, all right? Why is this jealousy of God so important? Because when we read the scripture earlier, I only read to you from verse 14, but I want to show you the whole text, where it came from. In Exodus 34, verse 10 to verse 14, the Bible says this, are you okay? Yeah. Then the Lord said, I'm making a covenant with you. Before all your people, I will do wonders never been done, uh, never, never before done in any nation in all the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. Obey what I command you. I will drive out before you the Amorites, Canaanites, Hittites, Parasites, Hevites, and Jebusites. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land where you are going, or there will be a snare among you. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and cut down their Asherah poles. Do not worship any other god, for the Lord whose name is Jealous is a jealous God. God is jealous. Why? 
He's jealous for us. And why is He jealous for us? Tonight, I don't want us to just learn this as a theological truth. Tonight, I don't want you to learn this just as a Bible principle. Tonight, I want you to learn this so that it shape your life. And what is God trying to do when He tells you that I am a jealous God because He says in verse 10, I'm making a covenant with you. That means God is saying, I'm making an unbreakable contract with you. That before all your people, I will do wonders never before done in any nation of the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. God is saying to all of us tonight, there is a work so amazing. There is the power of God so beautiful. There is the wonders that will happen in Pune that I want to do through you so that the world will know that you are different because God is with you. But in order for that to happen, God needs to make a covenant with us. His nature of jealousy will be the one thing that will protect us. And God says, I am jealous. <clears throat> so don't make a treaty with other gods. <clears throat> don't put me <clears throat> as an option together with many other gods, other things, other priorities in life. It can be our wives. After a while, our spouse became more important than God. And then our children. After a while, everything is about our kids. Why are you not in church? Oh, my, my son cannot wake up. Why are you not in connect group? Oh, my, my daughter eh, doesn't want to go. Why are you not going to the mission trip? Because I'm working. Why are you not doing this? Why are you not walking closer to God? Why are you not praying? There's so many things come into competition with God. But God is jealous. God wants to make a covenant with you tonight. And He already say yes on His side of the bargain. But the question is, are you going to sign on that dotted line and say, God, I will to let you be so jealous over my life that you, you make me first, I will make you first. Because at the end of the day, when we live our lives like that, God will do wonders through us in the city of Pune and beyond. In all of India and beyond. We are not doing this because we have special human strength. We are not better because you know, we are smarter than some of the people down the road. No, we get the privilege to do this because we made a covenant with God and we keep our end of the bargain. That if God is jealous for me, I am not going to let anything come between that covenant that can stop me from changing Pune. Not just this generation, but the generations to come. That this city in days to come, we'll never see a godless generation. That this city will be so transformed. By who? By us. Because God is going to work through us. Tomorrow, when you go back to work, tomorrow, when you go back to your university or your campuses, remember this. You are not here in this lifetime just to earn money, earn a degree, earn a master's degree, earn yourself a house, a car, a wife and some kids. 
and then after that, raise them up, and then after that, send them to school, and then after that, hope that they will get married, and then after that, hope that they will have some grandkids for us to carry, and then after that, we hope that we paid out our house, and after that, we hope that we can go and travel a little bit, and then after that, we, we, we just sit there and we wait, and then we die. No. I think this life, it's far greater than just doing all that. That every day of our lives, we reflect God's glory. Every day of our lives, we give God our unreserved commitment that it is to Him and Him alone that we worship and nothing else. Zealous, I want to encourage you. Tonight, if you think that you love God, I want you to know there's a God who loves you even more. This love of God that is reckless, this love of God that is so jealously wanting to possess you. I want to end by saying this. Whereas man's jealousy produces fear and control, God's jealousy leads to pursuit and true liberty in life. When you know that there's a God that is 110% for you, you cannot lose. Is that okay? Amen. There's so much freedom and liberty to explore my world and to make God known. I don't know how many people are in Pune. 6.5 million. Church, we cannot be satisfied because tonight we have more than 100 people here. 6.5 million people. Out of that, maybe what? 80% of them do not know God. 80% do not experience the liberty and the freedom that God can give us. Let us not be satisfied. We fight for the furthest heart. We fight for every soul, every family, everyone can experience the freedom that comes from knowing God. And everybody say, Amen. let us pray. Father God, we come before you tonight. God, we thank you that now we understand what jealousy is all about. That this jealousy is, is not about you being a selfish, self-centered God. But that God, you are jealous because you want us to experience you. And tonight, I pray that it's not just for a reserved few that can experience God. It is not just the 100 people in this city of 6.5 million that can experience God. It is now us with that covenant so that God can do wonders through our lives so that people can know God from the way we live, from the way we show forth this life that God has given to us. Tonight, I want us to respond. As we sing this song, I want you to sing it as a prayer, sing it as your dedication, sing it as your response to God and say, God, that would be me. And that's what I will do. You know, our team this week has a privilege to be in Pune. You know, we saw a lot of interesting things. We saw shepherds walking their sheep in the middle of the city. To the shepherd, those that are with him doesn't bother him. It is the one that is lost that bother him. Tonight, if you do not know God, 
I just want you to know you mean so much to Him that He's coming down to reach out to you. And those of us who are saved, who knows God, it is our job to let our families, our friends know and experience God. We got to jealously protect that so that our city will be transformed. Amen. We're so glad you've been listening in. If you'd like to know more about us, follow us on Insta at Zealous Pune or visit us online at zealous.community.